Hello there, and welcome to the Good Life with Dawn Richards podcast. I am Dawn Richards, your host, and I want to thank you for listening in today. I am so excited to be back with you. I was away a little longer than I anticipated, but praise the Lord, we're back and better than ever. You know, I I think of that Aaliyah song that says, um, it's been a long time, I shouldn't have left you. And she said, without a dope beat to step to, but I'm going to say without a podcast to rock out to. So here we are back again. (laughs) Yes, I do fancy myself um, a rap artist in my dreams. Uh, But anyway, uh, it is nice to be back with you. And I pray that since we've been together, um, that you have been diving into um, what it means to live intentionally, that you've been taking to heart the messages that I've shared so far in our series around finding the pause button, embracing the pause, and then the last time around being still and knowing. Those have been some really rich, rich, excuse me, um, messages and sessions, uh, downloads from heaven. And I just trust that the Lord is going to continue to bless us. And I, I mentioned, I think it was in my blog post, a companion blog post that I recently wrote and published, um, I highlighted some of the things that we've been covering in the podcast. And with with that particular post, um, happened to just think about the fact that God has really started to give me a blueprint uh, around intentional living. And I know there's so many, you know, forms and shapes and, you know, just ways that this can be lived out. Uh, but I know that God has also giving me, given me some concrete things to, you know, for those that he's drawn to me and given me a voice to, um, speak to, he's given me some concrete things that can really start to turn up the dial in our lives around intentional living, around really living the good life. Um, not maybe what society colors is the good life all the time, you know, not maybe all the pressure and the go, go, go and the you know, rat race, so to speak, um, which kind of unfortunately diminishes some of the things that really make life sweet and that really make life rich on every wave and in every level um, that we aspire to. But from God's perspective, you know, what that looks like and what he's calling his people to, because we are called to stand out. We are called to be different. He told us in Romans 12 and two, do not conform to the world, but change, turn it on its head, you know, and you're going to be able to do that through my word. And so the more we know him through his word, through the ministry of the Holy spirit, through fellowship with other believers, through sitting under a fivefold ministry gift and being built up in the knowledge of him, in the things of God, exercising our faith, falling, getting back up, walking out our lives as believers in Christ Jesus, the more we're able to reflect that metamorphosis that the scripture talks about there. Because that change that the Lord talks about in that verse, and again, I'm talking about Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, it's akin to the change and the transformation that happens when a caterpillar transforms into a beautiful butterfly butterfly. You would never know by looking at that caterpillar in its initial state and stage of life and of existence that what is on the other side 
it's going to be this delicate beautiful creature um, and that's who we are inside that's where God is calling us and that's what the power of his word and the power of his grace produces in our lives not just once not just when we first receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior that's the initial change where we're born out of darkness into the light we're born from above we're born again glory to God but it's a continual changing and transformation because now that our spirit has changed and see that's what happens when we're born again our spirit man is reborn we're, re, we're reborn as spirit men because we are spirit first Thessalonians 5 23 teaches us that we're a tripart being we are spirit we have a soul which is comprised of our mind our will and our emotions and then we live in a physical body and so your spirit is what changes when you're born again instantly but the transformation of your soul how you think how you process your lens your worldview what motivates you what repels you what you deem right wrong good bad all of that comes through a steady immersion dedication commitment to seeking God knowing God being transformed by God through the Bible teaches us first and foremost his word so this is just a note that if you are a professed Christian if you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior but you're not giving any time and you're not making any room in your life for the Word of God the preached word of God, the proclaimed word of God, like I'm doing here and like you'll receive when you're established in a church home or through other ministry outlets online or, you know, virtual or maybe in person. And then your own personal dedicated study time and fellowship time with the Lord. Then you're not positioning yourself, beloved, to be all that you can be in Christ. You're really selling yourself short. And yes, you'll go to heaven, but I want some heaven here on earth. Glory to God. I'm not just born again just to be born again. I'm born again because I want everything that Jesus has promised to me. I want everything that his blood that was shed for me has made available. And I want to be a light. I want to be a witness. I want to make an impact in my generation for the Lord and, and set things up for the next generation to go further and farther and faster and stronger in God. And so that's why we're still here on the earth. Because if we, if it was just about us getting saved, we could get saved and then boop, beam me up, beam me up, Scotty. We could be gone. But God has us here in this earth as His representatives, as ambassadors for Christ, as ministers of the new covenant, able ministers. The Bible says. And while we're here, He wants us to live well. He's made it so that we can live an abundant life, a life filled with the goodness of the Lord. But again, that takes change. It, it takes discarding the old and embracing the new. Glory to God. So as we continue, and I, I touched on some of that a bit more in-depthly in some of my past teachings um, with this series, we're kicking off today with episode 19. And I am excited. This, this episode is kind of an interruption um, speaking of the blueprint I was just referring to, God had already given me several of the things he wanted me to start on when I got this in my heart. Um, and 
I've just been going down the list, kind of ticking it off and building layer upon layer. But this is kind of a divine interruption, a Holy Ghost interruption, because we are in the month of October. And as I've shared and as we know, and we've talked about already to some degree, intentional living is not just, you know, um, one dimensional. It covers so many areas and can look like so many things for so many parts of our lives. You know, we have our career lives, we have our home life, we have our relationships, we have our physical health and our mental health and our, our, you know, fun selves and the things that stir us up and motivate us and, and give us joy. We have all these things that make us who we are, personalities. And so as we talk about intentional living, we're endeavoring to be holistic, as holistic as we can be, as holistic as God enables me to be in trans, in translating this to you and sharing these things with you that you think big picture when you're thinking about this and then the Holy Spirit can take it from there to laser focus in on those things particular to you that he wants to help you with and that he wants to transform as it relates to how you live and the intentionality of your life so that you can receive and walk in his best. Uh, But with that, you know, physical health, physical well-being, that's um, a byproduct of being intentional. It's easier to be diseased or diseased than it is to maintain and to um, constantly thrive in a state of good health. Yet that is without a shadow of a doubt, the Bible lets us know God's will for us. And so today's episode 19, continuing in our intentional living series is titled an ounce of prevention, because I believe, and I think I said this in one of the previous teachings recently, I believe that an ounce of provision excuse me, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Meaning I would rather do the least and and make small but meaningful investments to prevent certain things from happening in my life, to prevent sickness and disease from overtaking me. And granted, sometimes we're attacked and we are, you know, standing against that thing and, and reminding it and our physical bodies that Christ has already redeemed us from the curse of the law and we are not subject to any of the devil's crap. But beyond that and beyond divine healing, because that's where we invoke and we call upon and we receive divine healing, there is another level of living and that is divine health. That is where we are in a continual state of divine health with all of our physical elements, our organs, our tissues, our joints, Um, from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet, our faculties, you know, our mental faculties, our emotional well-being, all of that being whole and intact. And that's what God wants for us. And so with that, with that kind of MO of an ounce of prevention, meaning what can I do along with what God has already done? What can I do to maintain and to help ensure that I am living my best life and I'm taking care of myself, you know, self-care, again, that in and of itself is a part of intentional living. And that in and of itself also can take on so many facets and so many forms um, in our day-to-day living. But taking care of your physical health 
is definitely a part of intentional living because guess what? If you don't take care of you, there's not going to be a you um, around to take care of as time goes by. The people that you want to be here for, the things that you want to fulfill in your life, well, guess what? That takes health. That takes strength. That takes well-being. And God is saying, I want my people to be intentional about taking care of themselves, being healthy, whether that's making sure we're getting regular doctor's appointments and, and checkups, annual checkups. Um, and if there is something that's seemingly bothering us or bothersome to ours, to us is out of the norm with our health, whether it's a, a, a breast check that reveals something that seems uncommon and unnatural or a prostate exam or, you know, oral hygiene, whatever it might look like, you know, getting those annual physical exams, exercise, um, you know, having a relatively good diet. And I, <laughs> I say relatively good because I'm I'm working on that. I love food and all it's good and not so good forms, um, meaning I love healthy foods. I'm not a person that shuns healthy foods. I've always loved vegetables and fruits and lean proteins and all those things. But I can get my sweet tooth on and I can get my salty tooth on, too. You know, the chips and all those things. So. Um, especially as we start to mature and grow in grace those things that we kind of winked at and got away with maybe in our 20s and and even sometimes in our 30s as we mature and we go up in life um, you know we have to revisit some things and we have to be intentional about that because it's easy just to get on that kind of that um, conveyor belt and just ride you know and you have to be the one to pull the chain the chain and say wait I've got to stop here I need to get off I need to get off of this and get on that because it's not taking me in the direction that I need to be going. So maybe your direction so far, maybe your conveyor belt, conveyor belt has been steady on, you know, a sedentary lifestyle. There isn't a lot of movement. There isn't a lot of motion. There isn't a lot of intentional activity or exercise that I would beg to say is something that needs to intentionally change. Um, because now studies are likening a sedentary lifestyle um, to the effects of someone who smokes. You know, we know the effects of smoking on your health. We know the downside and the, and the, and the negative, you know, um, draw that has on you. But being sedentary can be equally as um, hazardous. And another thing that can be equally as hazardous is an isolated lifestyle. And I think social media um, especially has fostered more isolation than it has community because it does feel like you're really in touch. It does feel like you're really being social. It does feel like you're really sharing yourself. And you are. You are to an extent. But out of balance, and remember, so much of our intentional living that we're doing and that we're talking about here is balanced living and what that looks like for you at any given season because we know some seasons some things will be more of a priority other seasons other things will be more of a priority and that's going to be where it gets personal with you and the Lord but generally speaking social media can pull you out of balance with that whole dynamic of true engagement and community and it gives a false sense of engagement behind the screen um, and if you don't, and if you're not mindful, uh, it can kick you into 
a place of isolation that you didn't even recognize that you were in. And that itself is hazardous for your health. So all these things really sometimes we're like I said, we're in that steady run state and we're not really pausing to examine what we're doing and the impact and the effects of what we're doing. And this is just that clarion call. This is, you know, that voice that's coming to say to me as well as to you, wake up, pay attention to how you're living. As the Bible says, be mindful, don't be aimless, be purposeful with every step. And so with this being National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we know breast cancer impacts men as well as women, I think it predominantly can sometimes attack um, women, and I don't have any stats on that. I'm so don't don't quote me and don't please don't send me any any you know ugly notes if I'm if I'm off base on something. But but we know that it is a health epidemic, and we know probably someone in our personal circle that's been impacted by that disease at some point or another. And we ourselves want to guard against it. So I'm interrupting this series, but not really. Um, I only say I'm interrupting it because I did have something else that I was planning to share next, kind of in the sequence of messages that God downloaded into my heart. But I felt like today um, he gave me, you know, kind of, uh, you know, a, a a a nod to say talk about this stir everyone up again Um, you know maybe you're already on the ball maybe you take your health very seriously and you are you know doing those preventative things that you can do the things that are in your control because there's some things that you can do that are in your immediate control and then other things you know you kind of have to build uh, maybe a battle plan after the fact and that's okay either way God has ordained for you to come out on top and to come out whole and well But again, I'd much rather be on the prevention side than on the cure side. And that's what this message is designed to do. And so it's it's a quick one today. It's meant to stir you up. It's meant to say, be intentional about your health. Be intentional about checking yourself, taking care of yourself, doing what you can do, making those adjustments, asking the Lord what you should be doing You know, maybe someone, you know, is taking 10 supplements a day and you're wondering, well, Lord, what do I need to be taking? Excuse me. Do I need to be taking 10 supplements a day? And God can kind of start to navigate that with you. He can start to show you Um, maybe you need more iron in your diet. Maybe you need more calcium where someone else needs something else, you know, and so it's not a one size fits all. That's why we have a personal Lord and Savior. And he is hands on with each and every one of his children to help us and to make sure that we're good. So with that, I speak life. I speak health. I speak longevity. I speak strength. I speak endurance. I speak fulfillment. I speak energy. I speak the blessing of the Lord over your life, over your physical bodies, over your temples, over your minds, over your thoughts, over your words, over your desires, over your meditations, over your motivations, over your souls. I plead and apply the blood of Jesus over your life. I plead and apply the blood of Jesus upon you, within you, surrounding you, 
between you and all evil and the evil one and no thing will by any means hurt you. God has promised us length of days and strength of days on this earth. He's promised us a long life and a strong life. And I, for one, plan to live out the fullness of my days unless the Lord comes back sooner than that. And so I want you to get on that same wave. And if you're already on the path, stay on the path. Bring someone along with you. Share this podcast. I always ask you to be liberal in sharing this podcast. If it's blessing you, if you're getting something out of it, let me know. Number one, I would love to hear from you. You can send me a message on social media. You can email me, you know, whatever that looks like. You can leave a comment um, on the podcast itself, whichever platform you listen on and you can comment, you can subscribe and follow. You can pass it along. It's downloadable so you can send it to others and really start to help others get in that same place of blessing and the good life that you're in. And so with that, I want to thank you once again for tuning in. As always, stay connected with me at dawnrichards.org, on social media at Dawn Richards Men, on Twitter and Instagram and Dawn Richards Ministries on Facebook. And until next time, continue to live intentionally and enjoy the good life. God bless you.